103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Hey, this is the Key 103 Toulon cast, the best bits of Mike and Chelsea in the morning on Key 103. Uh, I'm Mike, this is Chelsea. Hello. Key 103 Toulon cast. Matt wasn't here, by the way, on Friday, were you, Matt? You were away. No, was I missed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. It was, it was, there was a big, um, big match-shaped hole. Uncross your fingers, please. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, we had Jason Derulo popped in. Uh, he was uh, the special guest for Chelsea for a, for a goodbye, for a parting uh, show before she goes off to get hitched. So Jason Derulo came in. If you missed that, by the way, you can get it at uh, key103.co.uk slash breakfast um, or at facebook.com slash key103, and we've uploaded a couple of pictures. He was a very cool bloke as well. So you were, you actually went and then you, you were an usher at a wedding over the weekend, weren't I you? I was, actually, yeah. It was the, uh, the, uh, a really nice wedding, actually. Uh, my one of my friends, Andy Cole, uh, he was the groom, and there was his oh, him and Yorkie wife, together up Laura. front. Amazing. Um, yeah, so it was uh, it was in Bolton the do, and then the night do was at uh, Mitten Hall, which is a nice place in Clitheroe, but about forty five minutes drive away, so quite a trek. Mitten Hall. Yeah, I've been there recently. Oh, really? It's a lovely place. A massive fire. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't used so much this weekend because of the sun. <laughs> but yeah, I believe it has got a massive fire. So I was Is that the, where it was? Yeah. Oh, right. So I was the usher for the day. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been an usher at a wedding before. But, I've listened to an usher CD. But... Generally, people say it's the easiest job in the world, and it probably is, but I failed at every single Hang one on, of my it, jobs. really, being an usher, your duties on the day aren't too strenuous. You have to say, bride or groom, bride, bride or groom, bride or groom, bride or groom. It's like chicken or fish, chicken you, or fish. You say that, but we had a Toastmaster who was cracking the whip, so I had three tasks, right? Firstly, I had to make sure the front three rows were all sat in the right place. I had to look after the expensively hired ivory umbrellas just in case it rained for the bridesmaids. They'd hired umbrellas. Yeah, and Ivory. I, also, I also had to do a reading as well, oh. which is quite stressful in a church environment. So, task one, I said it was okay for Uncle Bert to sit with his mate at the back. Turns out it's not. Family come first. That's, what, that's the actual uh. words of the Toastmaster, so I was told off by him. Task two, failed again with the umbrellas. It started raining just before the bridesmaids arrived. So, uh, umbrella man, that's me kicked in into action i got a bit carried away though opened it too quickly one of them and it shattered oh i actually man. broke an umbrella you broke an ivory umbrella and it got worse as well one of the other umbrellas was stolen by an unnamed unidentified member of the congregation <laughs> when he started throwing it down immediately afterwards and then the big one task three the reading failed as well the because guy, you really secretly worship lucifer no the guy before me came on right and he had this thing written and it was a beautiful preamble saying oh i've selected this for andrew and laura because i felt as if it fitted their relationship so well and it was really nice and then he did the beautiful reading and everyone was on the verge of tears then i came on with this religious thing that had been emailed to me two days before from I mean, this religious thing it was one of the corinthians thing so a i letter from st paul to the corinthians so i got up and wanted to do an emotional preamble but instead i said um i couldn't think of what to say so i just went this is uh this is more religious than the last guys so then i did the uh, thing and it turns out because i'm a broadcaster by trade as you can hear me now um hear me now during my speech during my reading there was knocking in the in the distance so i was saying love is never jealous and there was this in the background and i started laughing because <laughs> i thought i thought the spirits were speaking to me <laughs> so i did through the whole thing with this kind of childish smirk on my face and it was going and i was going <laughs> And then at the end of it, the uh, vicar said, uh, yeah, you, um, you shouldn't have done that. You were speaking too loud. You've broken the speaker system. <laughs> oh, no. Really? So uh, to cap it all off, in the course of the evening, I was, well, I lost a button. 
I broke my flies when I went to the loo, um, so invalidated the rent of the suit hire. And I think I also offended the Jewish guy who was sat next to me when I wrote Mazel Tov on the guest book. Man. So all in all, I'm not expecting to be a godparent. Mike and Chelsea. Uh, it's Mike and Jenny. Good morning. And Matthew. Bon Jovi. What time do you call this, Matt? Uh, some of us have got uh, informative bulletins to write. It's Jenny McAlpine. Right. It's the equivalent of learning scripts. Could you not have done that last night? Because <laughs> <No. laughs> the sport does change every day. It's not something you can oh, right. I'm hoping this is new news that I did not know last night when you tell it, mate. Yeah, this maybe better it be is. Maybe I'll run it by you uh, in the next ad break. Have you got any news on, um, what's his name, Wesley Schneider? No. Why not? I've got very important <laughs> news on Carlos Tevez and Sammy and Azri, though. Carlos Tevez? You've yes. got big Tevez news coming Massive out. Tevez news. What's the news? I can't say it. It'll ruin my... It'll blessing. ruin the news. Oh, yeah. Is okay. it the stuff we've already talked about? Is it the stuff about Tevez selling all his cars no. and giving the money to charity? That's not really a sports story, <laughs> is it? No, it's an interesting We're just one. hearing that Carlos Tevez has sold <laughs> some cars. More on this in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm going to point this one at you, Jen. Oh, go on. Do, um... All women um, find the Irish accent sexy. Because let me tell you, I was watching um, P.S. I Love You. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You get more me feminine out. by the day. I'm such an alpha male. Go on. No, no, hear me out, right? So I was watching P.S. I Love You. Uh, Gemma, who you've met, um, she, she's a big fan of it. And, and it's got Gerard... Has, has anyone seen P.S. I Love You? No. Well, have you seen it, Gemma? No. Well, of course you know. They don't have, they don't have uh, videos in prison, do they? No. No. Of course not. Um, and the... Um, it's but I get the film, yeah, I You get, get the film. So basically, Gerard Butler is going out with... Oh, I can't remember the name of the woman. But anyway, she's a famous woman. Um, and um, You watched it intently. I can't remember what her name is. Um, Hilary Swank, right? And um, and he's called Jerry and she's called Holly. Now, they're, they're very much in love, but then Jerry dies... And then after his death... No, oh. sorry, I'm not ruining it, that he dies right at the well, beginning. that's really sad. <laughs> well, you don't know the real sad bit yet. And anyway, then in this film, and it is a chick flick, um, he, he then has written her a load of letters just before he died because he had a brain tumour. <laughs> this isn't, oh, this isn't turning God. into a particularly amusing story, is it? He'd written her is a whole it a rom-com? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. He'd written her a whole load of letters that would, would be to, to be delivered over the course of, say, like the next two or three years. And it's like on her 30th birthday, on this one, on that one. So, and then someone else is posting them for him. So she gets all these letters after his death. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the that's not the common response of Luke to that, that premise. I was expecting you to say, "Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, what a lovely premise for a film. Oh, that's such a great idea. That's sick. That is sick. I will not watch my chill. Let my children watch that film. That is what outrageous. What do you mean sick? Well, it's a buffoon. Bit. Oh, go on. <laughs> anyway, so You'd get a shock of your life if you got a letter from your dead boyfriend. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Anyway, so that, but the, the, then I started doing this Irish accent because it, Gerard Butler has affected this, and I would say far from perfect, Irish accent. And it's all stuff like, Dear Holly, you know, the letters, you, you hear his voice as she's reading them like you do in films. And it'll be, Dear Holly, I just want to say to you, don't be afraid to fall in love again. Watch out for that signal when life as you know it ends. And I started doing this, and, and Jim and my girlfriend said to me, That is the sexiest thing you've ever done. 
And I, I can't, I'm not going to go into any more details. You mustn't do much sexy stuff. <laughs> I, I don't think I do. I don't think I really do. No, uh, it is. You, go on. But do you, do you, and she absolutely loves the Irish accent. She found it incredibly, uh, uh, you know, exciting. And she wanted me to speak in an Irish accent. I said, listen, <laughs> you sh you're going out with the wrong DJ. You should be going out with Terry Wogan. Um, <laughs> but as long, as long as you don't make it sound like Louis Walsh. And yeah. you, you don't want to go, if you go too high, I just, you know, I just don't get it. You know, that's not that's sexy. No and if, if you go so low, there's a bit of Terry Wogan. Yeah. But you've got to get it somewhere in between. It's nice and it's slow. Nice, nice and, and slow. slow. So can you relate to this, Matt? Do you find it, am I, am I turning I'll be, you I'll on? be honest, I've never found you more attractive <laughs> than right now. <laughs> so listen, I'd like to ask you, it, it might just be my, my girlfriend. I mean, this is a, no, a, it is sexy. I think, I think it's women across the globe. I yeah. Thought I, I thought it was Scottish that people liked. Do you, don't oh. they always put Scottish accents in call centres no, because no, of that reason? No, no, that's trustworthy. People ah, trust the Scottish The Scottish accent. are trustworthy, trustworthy. the Irish are sexy. Yeah, yeah. But then if you get... Not trust, trust the Irish. So I was watching on DVD last night with Gemma, P.S. I Love You, <laughs> uh, which I'm the only one out of the three of us who's actually seen. Actually, looking at the two of you now... This show is now two-thirds redhead. Yes, come on! Come on, the gingers! Whoa, I am not willing to commit <laughs> to the redhead community <laughs> just yet. You isn't Matt? Matt is a redhead, yeah, isn't you're he? In the, you're Come in the first, on, you're in the fair skin. Oh, you're in the fair skin. You racist. <laughs> <laughs> you are you strawberry blonde. Thanks, strawberry blonde. That's no a euphemism. That. Ever heard it? And we don't say ginger. We say redhead. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, ginger, uh, redhead is is a, is a lovely yeah. description. Uh, Louise and Timperley says Jenny. P.S. Yeah. I love you is a lovely film. You should you should get into it instead of saying it's sick. Sorry, no, uh, it wasn't the whole. Well, just when you said that, I thought, oh God. Uh, someone else texts in and says, uh, "P.S. I love you." The book is so much better, uh, uh, and it's by Cecilia Ahern. Do you know I'm never one of these people who can ever say the book is better because I, I don't really read books unless it's on holiday. Um, you can't hear the Irish accent in the book. You John. can't hear. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? Is You've she got to Irish? Imagine Cecilia, it in your head. Who is it? Cecilia Ahern. I've seen her books. Yeah, they're like proper. Proper books. Proper, well, proper chick books. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, she has, like, really colourful covers. It's like one up from a Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Holly, don't be afraid to fall in love again. So the thing was, so so is the Irish accent sexy? That's what I'm discussing, because women seem to really, really go for it, don't they? Well, yeah. of course, now, you work with um, Keith Duffy, don't you? Oh, yes. Now, no, he's hot, he's isn't sexy. he? He is yes, sexy, isn't he? he is. Now yes. we've got Rachel on the phone. Morning, Rachel. Morning. Morning. Do you find the uh, the Irish accent sexy? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Danny from the script, his voice, oh. But then it does depend. You've got Danny from the script, yes. Uh, Frank Carson, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely not. Do you know what it's, I mean? It's certain Irish accents. It's, I don't you, know which region. Can you, can you do a, um, an Irish accent yourself? Oh, to be true. Uh, <laughs> no. no, in other words. Mike and Chelsea. Uh, Jenny, avoid P.S. I love you, says someone. It's a great big load of drivel. Uh, someone else texts in and says, I agree with Jenny. Good riddance to Tevez. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what she actually said. Uh, if, if, people are just misconstruing what you said. You didn't say that, did you? That, that is definitely a misconstruction. This is going to be one of the headlines in the Manchester Evening News tomorrow. <laughs> Fizz says, good riddance to Tevez. <laughs> uh, someone else texts in and says, I love the Irish accent. I actually have Irish Sean on my sat-nav. And the best bit is when he says, 
take the motorway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good, that is. Oh, but you'd be listening to his smooth accent so much, you'd miss your yeah, turning. You'd, yeah, you'd miss your turning. Oh, yeah, say it again, Sean. Oh, no! <laughs> Take the motorway. Uh, Sophie Schofield says, Is the Irish accent sexy? Defo, look at Westlife. <laughs> okay. uh, Thomas uh, Lee says uh, that it is sexy, and the late Stephen Gately was as well. Claire Conder says it has to be the southern Irish accent, though. Because Northern Ireland's a bit more sort of harsh, isn't it? Uh, I like that, you see. I like, you like that. You like the Northern Ireland yeah. accent too? Is there, any, is there any other nation you can offend? <laughs> Do you, Belgian? <laughs> Listen, I know, because I am, I am a quarter Irish, so that's why I can do the voiceover. Really? Yeah. Uh, Wendy McGarry says the Irish accent is sexy if you can understand what they're saying. Of course, now, uh, the, the, my, my best friend Andy, his dad is Irish, um, mm. and he has a stutter. And his name's Mike, and he's an amazing character, one of the nicest human beings I've ever met, but he really stutters. So when I used to play football, for example, when I used to play football with Andy and Steve, his dad would come out and try and call us in. And I'm not joking, this is what he goes. And, 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 and Andrew Stephen, come on now. And, 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 and Andrew Stephen, come on now. And that's how he would speak. That's a Southern Irish accent with a stutter. So you never really understand a word, a word that he says. And you'd be like, what? Did you speak fast? And that's yeah. another, it's been yeah. really, really difficult to understand the damn word that's Good morning to Chloe White, says the Irish accent is the sexiest a guy can have. But what about on the women? We've got Ange on the phone. Good morning, Ange. Michael, are you bored? What, what do you mean, Ange? I'm really, really concerned about my friend watching P.S. I Love You. Do, do you know, it was... I, 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 it Mike, was, what's come over you? It's I was, awful. I, I was trying to appease... Hi, Jennifer. Morning. I was trying to appease my girlfriend, Gemma, and she said, let's watch this, and I said, yes, all right, let's oh, watch Mike, it. Oh, Mike, you must be in love, because this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this film, Ange? Have I seen it? The yeah. accent's hysterical. Are you... Uh, I mean, I'm sure Jennifer knows how many very talented... Talented Irish actors there are in America already. Why did they get Jennifer Butler to do this awful accent? Actually, it is marginally worse than mine, isn't it? <laughs> no, um, yours actually yours was better because you've listened to your family. Yours was was better, but his was somewhere between Newcastle and Cork. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose being Irish yourself, Ange, obviously, I mean, you, you would find the Irish accent on men fairly sexy, wouldn't you? I love the west of Ireland. I know your previous lady who texted in saying depends on the region. To yeah. me, the west of Ireland is gorgeous because of roads and all. Oh, and you're starting to sound like a Nolan. Oh. But, but listen, uh, uh, Jennifer will explain, you know, you know the layout at my desk. Keith Duffy came in one day for a query. He came in to see me about a charity and uh, all these people were waiting to go into Countdown and Jeremy Kyle. And when he came in, they couldn't speak, Mike. Really? They couldn't speak. Oh, my God, it's Keith Duffy. Once he opened his mouth, they Mobbed him. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that must be. You see, now Keith Harris doesn't get the same sort of reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Must be because actually, I should explain actually. So this is Ange, uh, who who, who run, you, I, I'd say you you run you run Granada really, don't you? I, I wish I look after everybody. That's my job. You're the matriarch. She looks after, <laughs> she looks after well. everybody. With no one would be anywhere without Ange. Oh, Jennifer, yeah, I owe you a cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> I, I think though, Ange, the, the the female Irish accent is every bit as sexy. Definitely, I do. I think I it's a little. I say Ange sounds um, yeah. Uh, well, Ange, Ange used to be Matt, a another model. redhead here. Another redhead. She's another redhead. Oh, my God, there's three of them. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. If you bought a News of the World, by the way, yesterday, um, apparently now it's worth 30 quid. Uh, which I, I find it hard to believe. Well, that's what they're going for on eBay. So eBay bidders are last night offering £30 for the historic final ever edition of yesterday's News of the World. Uh, apparently more than 4 million copies 
uh, was sold to the news of the world yesterday, giving it its, its highest readership in um, a decade. Um, I was reading it yesterday. In fact, I've even brought it in today. don't think you're going to borrow this, by the way. This is worth 30 quid. Um, and th Are they really worth 30 quid? 30 quid, honestly, yeah. And, and, I've and, missed a trick there, aren't I? And they're seriously, um, you know, well, the news of the world have never been one to hide their light under a bushel. They don't even have a bushel. A Gary bushel. <laughs> a Gary <laughs> bushel, yeah. And, and they, um, they're going on about how long they've been standing. And this is interesting things about the news of the world I didn't realise. Did you know the first ever Christmas edition on Christmas Eve, uh, back in 1843, they have a book review... And do you know what they were reviewing? Charles Dickens's A Christmas Carol. Really? Brand new. This, this new unknown author called Charles Dickens had written this book called A Christmas uh, Carol. And unfortunately, yes, they gave it a good review. Did yeah. They? Yeah. I thought you were going to say they gave it two Christmas turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> They've also, um, just looking at it here, it's this historic sort of, you know, uh, sort of trumpet blowing exercise going on about all the stuff they've covered over the years. They cover the death of Queen Victoria. Uh, the sinking of the Titanic, the rising of Jedward, uh, two world wars, um, the 1996 World Cup victory, the first man on the moon, the death of Diana, and the list just goes on and on and on. Well, I, I looked at all the front covers because they printed loads of the, the most memorable front covers over the years, and every other one was Star's Coke Shame. So it was like Kerry, Coke Shame, Hatton, Coke Shame, John Leslie, and his Coke Shame. Yeah. Pepsi, Coke shame. Um, they did do something brilliant yesterday. If you, if you look through the paper um, properly, you'll have seen this. You know they have the, uh, the, the crosswords and the puzzles and stuff. And because this Rebecca Brooke woman hasn't been fired, although I do believe that the, 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 the police do want to talk to her. This is the, the, the woman who was, was the editor at the time, is now the chief executive of News International. The one who looks like Mick Hucknell. <laughs> yeah, a cross between Mick Hucknell and Brian May. Um, she, um, the, 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 the clues in the quickie puzzle were Brook, Sink and Catastrophe. <laughs> and then if you look on the, hang on, the cryptic crosswords goes even further. Uh, it, the, the, the clues are criminal enterprise, mix in prison, string of recordings and fearing security measure. And then another clue here, woman stares wildly at calamity. Do you like The Wanted? Yeah, Because your love Michelle's that song. going out, well, she's engaged to uh, yeah. your man, Max, isn't she? Yeah, I do love that song. He's a nice lad. Have you mm. met him? Has no, he I haven't, up? actually. Has he not popped up on I the... I think he probably has, but On I the cobbles, you've not met him. No, it, recently, I've been quite busy in one been set a... in particular. Yeah. The cell, uh, so... Where is that cell, by the way? Uh, strange Ways. Oh, you actually go to no, Strange no, Ways? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 doesn't appear to be that many men hanging around. Um, Matt, you've been in Strange Ways, haven't you? Leave it. Or should we call you David? Yeah. Dirty protest. <laughs> um, there's a new thing going on you might have heard about, and I know um, Pippi Schofield was doing this on This Morning the other day, and he actually, I've got to say, is one of my heroes, so whatever Phil does is good with me. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there's a thing called planking. Has anyone heard? There's a, there's a new craze, there's a new thing called planking, mm -hmm. which is um, a, a great big uh, sort of craze which is now sweeping the world, and it's like a lying down thing. It's an activity that, that really consists of lying face down in an unusual location, so the stranger the better. Um, and all the city stars are in the Sun, play, uh, sun uh, paper today. Uh, they, they've jumped on this planking bandwagon in, I would say, spectacular style. You want to have a look at the Sun today for all the city players uh, doing some really weird planking. Look, have, have a look at this. There's a picture of Sean Wright Phillips 
and they're on the US tour. Oh, that's very good. A really weird planking. So he's just lying completely straight, face down, with his arms by his side, um, but he's going through, his feet are through the door of his car, and his head, through the, like, the back door of his car, and his head is through the front door of his car. Look at the driver in the background thinking, oh, what an oh idiot, he's off again. What, who's what the, is who, who is the planker up? in the blue? If that doesn't get him a new club, though, I don't know what will. <laughs> I don't bound to impress people. I don't think he got in that position uh, on his own. No way. You must have help no to, to, way. to get you yourself into that? that planking situation. Then uh, Sean Wright Phillips again, heading south is the uh, headline. He's actually hanging right. Uh, with his feet, so th there's an open door, at the, I think the city training ground, there's an open door, his feet uh, are on the top of the door and he's just completely lying face down, going down the door, if you understand what that means. Mm. He needs um, a girlfriend, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Micah Richards is planking on top of the team tactics board at This city. is a bit more, I think you've got to be careful when you're doing this, you know, at home. That looks a bit dangerous. Well, not as dangerous as the one of uh, Micah Richards actually sticking his head in the oven. Yeah, which don't do don't that. Don't do that, kids. That's Surely it should be Micah. Microwave Richards, if he's <laughs> yeah. really being creative. Good gag. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so they're posting pictures of themselves on all their Twitter sites. Joe Hart's done one in the uh, in the city gym, uh, just above the big logo. Uh, everyone is getting into this this planking thing. So you, all you have to do to, to, to properly plank is to lie face down in a very, very unusual location. And let's get some people, actually, if, if you want to send us over, we can do the, um, uh, the uh, MMS thing. If you want to send us over a picture on the mobile, uh, 63103. Let's try and get some of Manchester's best plankers. Mm. Safety first. I'm really worried. Safety first, Jen. Safety second. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so all you have to do, lie down in an unusual location, the stranger the better, and your hands have got to be touching the sides of your body, so you've got to be extended straight like a uh, like a plank of wood. Hands by your side. Hands by your side, yeah. That's it, isn't it? We could do yeah. a Greater Manchester planking map, couldn't we? I, li I like the idea of it having all the kind of the famous backdrops. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's a great idea. So get you like the Bridgewater Hall, yeah. by the GMEX, by the Midland Hotel, by the Beetham Tower. Nice idea. It's great. Hey, I'll tell you, if anyone could do it, you know that big ball outside the Bridgewater Hall? Oh, yeah. If anyone could do it on the top of that, I'd be impressed. Now, that would be defying gravity, wouldn't yeah. it? So you'd have to just get your, your belt you line up on, on the it. top of the ball. Yeah. And then just lie completely flat. That'd be quite That'd impressive. be good. We'd pay money for that, sure. But safety first. And, and safety second. Yeah, and um, third. Yes, no, no, third something else. Um, so, um, Jen, would you would you care to partake in a quick oh, plank? flipping out. Come on. With you, I'd plank with you any day, would you, I've got my camera ready. Yeah. Uh, what, on here, on this desk? Yeah, you just come on. Oh, my god. Just throw it away Hang like, on. Yeah, come on. I'll clear the desk. Oh. oh! She's actually, with one fell swoop, <laughs> knocked all the papers and our stolen pot of tomato ketchup from the Hilton just went flying. Come on then. Right, I'm Jen, ready. Come on. I'm doing it. Listen, when Michelle Keegan was here, we asked her to lie on the desk as well, but that was an entirely different thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she did get the gig. Yeah, she did get the job. You yeah. cheeky plankers. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on then. We can stick this on our Facebook site. <laughs> I need to do it with my face towards the microphone. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. She's surprisingly bendy, isn't she? She for is. For a prison Ooh. inmate. <laughs> oh, Matthew, no! <laughs> right, come on, darling, work it. Work it, darling, come on, let's see it. Oh, this is great. Nice. Come on, give me sexy eyes, give me sexy oh, eyes. Yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah. Come on! Yeah. Growl like a tiger. <laughs> Growl, give me a growl. Yeah, like a dog. <laughs> yeah? Oh, no, that's something else. <laughs> okay. Facebook.com, I think you're going to find you want to get on the uh, Q103 Facebook oh, site. Now, thank you, Jen. That was quite tiring. What a heavy morning under the lights. What a workout. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Q103. We'll sit that picky on there now.
were talking about the planking uh, craze, which seems to be sweeping the nation at the minute. Uh, Matt and I have just planked together, haven't we? We had a mutual plank. Um, and Matt is planking on top of a uh, an enormous life-size uh, plastic cow. That's I'm an, impressed. Yeah, what do you reckon? Very impressed. So, I'll tell you what, it's hurt me in the midriff region. Oh. Did you did you lie on the wrong bit of the cow? You yeah. didn't get the horns in the special area, did you? <laughs> no, but uh, I don't think I'll be having children for a while. <laughs> you won't be riding a bicycle for the next few weeks. Uh, so that picture's on Facebook. Me and Matt now planking. Jenny McAlpine uh, has been planking with us this morning. It's quite boring, my plank, now, after Matt's done a cow. Yeah. I've done a few of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Uh, Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Key103. Oh. Uh, if you want to see the pictures, <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Key103. Uh, I'm going to find something better. You need to plank a bit more creatively, yeah, Jen. Yeah, but, but while still remembering that safety is first. Safety right. first. Safety second. Uh, Gillian McDonald says, ha, 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 fantastic, I love it. Um, Spence Massey has actually sent us over a picture of his, his, uh, his fish, who he calls Bob, planking. Which is an amazing thing, and and the fish is actually, well, no, it's dead, isn't it? Really, I think. <laughs> that, that, well, that, 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 I the, thought he was going to say he planked on top of the fish. That would have been really. That would good. have been really weird. That's even worse than Matt planking on top of a cow. Uh, so Spence Massey, thank you for that for his fish Bob planking. But Chris, uh, Chris Zidane Swallow, says this has got to be the hands down winner. I reckon it's my mate David Myers of Myers Tree Care. He's completely mental. This is from Chris in High. Come and have a look at this, Jen. There's a guy. Who's actually planking? Oh, see, that's where. Oh, be careful! He's actually planking on the top of a massive, massive. I, I would say thirty-foot-high log. Yeah, he's I? planking on a plank. He's planking on a plank. Could I just suggest that maybe he should be disqualified because he's not planking? He is planking. He isn't planking. His arms are out in front of oh, him. Oh man! No. Gotta be by your side. This rules are rules. This guy's risking life and limb and getting himself somehow like a. What do you call those people who, who chop trees down? Lumberjack. There we are. He's like a lumberjack. He's at the top of this enormous 30-foot plank of wood, uh, but he is in the Superman pose. His, his arms are outstretched That's in front of him. That's a super plank. It's That's not a, the super it's not a, a mainstream uh, strictly, plank. Strictly, we can't accept that under the strict... Yeah, it uh, doesn't even beat a plank. No. I feel like it does, but it doesn't. So, we need your pictures of you planking, please. Uh, Ellie Bieber says, what's the number to send in a picture of me planking? All you've got to do, if you want to MMS us, is uh, just send us the picture as normal and put key as the... As the subject of the first yes. word. What's MMS? Uh, multimedia sending. Picture messaging. Picture messaging. Text. Picture messaging. Picture. 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 Yes. That's a bit racist. No, uh, it wasn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> we'll get complaints for that. <laughs> and I, I, I won't back you. I won't back you. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. It's Jenny McAlpine, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hurrah and huzzah. Um, now, listen, Jen, in the newspapers today, I'm, I'm particularly reading from um, the Daily Mirror today, mm. um, but it's been in quite a few papers in the last couple of days about Coronation Street, and it says Coronation Street stars um, have held secret crisis talks <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. as viewers... Uh, turned off by dreary storylines of left the soap in droves. Mm. Um, show boss Phil Collinson faces a furious backlash from cast and fans over his long, drawn-out and unrealistic plots that have seen the ratings slump from 9.8 million a year... Uh, sorry, 9.8 million a year ago to 7.1 million last week. Some leading actors are furious at the lack of action they see. 
uh, meaning that their earning earnings plummet, while newcomers such as Michelle Collins are getting maximum exposure, despite complaints about a dodgy northern accent. It is a bit dodgy, but when you start a new job, you know, when I started on Key 103... I, I wasn't very good. <laughs> I'm still not so good. Yeah. You've still not perfected your mank. The I still haven't perfected my mank accent. No. Um, so, listen, what's going on then at Coronation Street? Um, let's discuss. So, let's start with the... Come on, discuss. Let's discuss. Right, £9.8 million. Pounds. Yeah, let's talk about the ratings. That's quite funny. I mean, I think they've just picked um, the top rating and perhaps a lower rating, but... <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, 7.1 million people is still quite a lot. I mean, I never think about that when I'm... If I was thinking of that while I was doing a scene, what, looking at the camera thing, <laughs> seven million people are going to watch this. <laughs> Still quite a lot of That's people. a lot of people, that. <laughs> yeah. And let's yeah. bear in mind that, OK, 9.8 million might have I been... I think that was probably for the tram crash. That might have been the so, tram crash. Yeah. So that might have been the, the ratings peak. And now, of course, we're in the, the summer season. I think the, the, the TV and radio ratings mm. just do go down by about 30% in the summer because uh, everyone's off on holiday. Yeah. So we, we, we poo-poo this one. We do. We poo-poo it. Isn't it still, despite those figures, it's still the biggest uh, soap in the in the country, isn't it, beauty-wise? Yeah. yeah. It gets uh, more than EastEnders yeah. and, and even Hollyoaks. Yeah, it's still the top rate. <laughs> yeah. Even more than Doctors. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I okay. love a bit of Doctors. Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, right, so Phil Collinson faces a furious backlash from the cast over drawn-out and unrealistic plots. I love this. Backlash. A back, is there a backlash? That's hilarious. The crisis talks and the backlash. Yeah. The only um, crisis <laughs> talks you ever have with yourself with as to whether you'd have rhubarb or blackberry activia. True. You don't true. ever... There's no crisis. And when we open the cupboard and there's, uh, there's no bread left. Yeah. That is a crisis. That's a crisis. We need a meeting. So is there... There's no kind of crisis at college. I don't... Um, you no. wouldn't notice anything. No, of course <laughs> oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. We just come into work, say morning, if they're lucky, yeah. and get on set and do 12 hours and then go and home. And then go home <laughs> and, and learn your lines for the next day. Um, some leading actors are furious at the lack of action mm. they see. Now, there are certain cast members who, who I think haven't had uh, a fair enough crack of the whip when it comes to a, a storyline. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Let's think now. Um, Gail. Gail hasn't had a good storyline for Has he not run out of storylines with she's Gail? She's had quite a few. <laughs> Over oh, the years. Quite a few. Oh, yeah, for the moment. I think quiet. she's probably happy to be having a little rest. That's how it works. I mean, Jason I'm Grimshaw, he's not had anything going no, on for ages. No, no, no. but I am looking for a new husband. Oh, so, are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. is on my list. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Yeah. He's uh, top. Okay, and the Michelle Collins thing. Now, obviously, you know, if, if there was even any slight seasonal dip in the in the ratings, there's nothing to do with Michelle Collins, is it? Sick. How is she fitting in at Coronation brilliantly, Street? Brilliantly, actually. Really, really brilliantly. Obviously, they were always going to write this stuff, weren't they? You know, she's she was the biggest, one of the biggest characters in EastEnders, if not... I mean, when you say Cindy Beale, you know, yeah. people remember that. Um, even if you don't watch soaps, people probably know who Cindy Beale is. It's like saying Vera Duckworth. So they were always going to go for her. The fact that um, she's in Manchester, she's doing the accent, she's now heading up the Rovers. They were always going to go for her. But honest to God, she's she's lovely. It must be. In really, the whole family have, actually. Yeah. And that's a bit, because she's coming as a unit, actually. And I do think they're... Uh, attacking her on her own, and there's uh, you know there's three of them, and they're brilliant. Kath and John, who are who are playing the daughter and the boyfriend. The daughter's they're, they're a really lovely. good actress, isn't it? Brilliant, isn't she? brilliant. She's been trying to get into coronation Street for a <gasps> yeah, long while, hasn't she? It's like a it's like a her perfect job. She's a lovely. She's a good friend of mine. Yeah, and she's like from down the road, so it's perfect. 
it's like me, it's my perfect job. I don't live very far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's what constitutes the it perfect helps, job, yeah. the geography. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, do, do you get kind of rivalry if somebody um, gets more of a storyline than someone else? I mean, if, like, say, like, um, uh, Maria... If she mm. hasn't had a particularly, I mean, sexy storyline for a long while, do, 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 do people get a bit fed up? Are they grumblings in the green room? No, I don't think so. I hope not. Probably sick of me. Um, I'm sick of me. Flipping out. Well, you've always, you've never had a much of a, a, since a fallow John, period. No, since that John Stape turned up. It's yeah. been quite bad. Um, I think the thing is there's like 60-odd cast, and it is hard, and you do. And before, I mean, I've been to prison, obviously, but I think this week is the start of me being off screen for like three or four weeks after after next week which they do they do your big story and then you have a break and then um and then you're back on and it is hard to fill and there's different sorts of characters some are more some are in the robes so they're going to be there every day and some are, are, are in different sets it's, it's difficult to fill it all in but i think um no but you know everyone we're all one big happy family <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, uh, yeah. There's got to be someone. There's got to be a few people. There's obviously like. a few. Yeah, there's people. Few people like. Can I can I give you my uh, list of Go criticisms on. of Coronation Go Street? On. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to say it. Okay. Go on then. <laughs> I don't like David Platt's new hair. Oh, I. And love I'm it. sorry to the guy Jack if, if it's his real cut, but I'm not keen on it. It looks like a '50s throwback, and I'm also not keen on the way he's always angry. The script writers now need to make him a bit happier because, oh, mom, oh, man. And he's always, his face is always contorted with anger. And but he just he's needs. He's very angry. She's, a, she's been a very bad mother to him, Gail. He's well, had a lot of. He has had a lot she of. She makes him toast. She's, she would have ironed his shirt. If it I think they're brilliant together. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they're all brilliant together, that whole family. But Gail, and like, I love the Kylie thing and everything. But Gail and David. I think should be up for best on-screen partnership. I just yeah. love them. I, tell, they are good. I do totally believe that she's yeah. his mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it's, it, 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 they've got a great relationship. See. And my other thing is, you know the, the cross-dressing guy? Yes. He smiles a bit too much. You know, he's always... Yeah, uh, really. that's Audrey, it. Audrey, yes, I didn't yeah. really think I, I was going to go out to the pub with the people accept me. But is he, is he going to be that nice? Oh, do you think uh, so? Uh, you see, I think he does smile too much. Yeah. Oh, do you think, think there's something behind that? I don't know. So, really, David Platt needs to smile more. He needs to smile less. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Uh, Andy Wyman from Coronation Street has just called um, Jenny McAlpine. And Morning, Coronation Street. I think they might be listening. Are they listening well, in the green room? They're wimping out. Um, but no. but is, is Andy going to do some planking He's got to go on set this second. That's why he rang me. But he, it, he's on now. This is what time we start. Quarter past. Quarter past eight is, in the morning. Yeah, and he's going on the street. It'd be right. good if he could do it mid-scene, wouldn't it? It would. Like, just, is it I right think they'd yet? edit it out, though. They need to... If any editors for Corrie listening, please don't edit out the plank scene. Just work it in. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? That's uh, what, yeah. It'll Maybe be the biggest thing on Corrie since the tram crash. Incorporate it like in a death scene. <laughs> you know, where you just kind of drop to your knees, clutch your heart, and then go into a full plank. <laughs> Ken's dead. No, it's all right. He's just planking. <laughs> uh, Josh Davis uh, has just looked at my picture of Pixie Lot on Facebook planking, and it says, even blurry, she's still amazingly hot. Uh, Joe says, is this a normal picture or am I still drunk? Uh, Johnny uh, Fanita says, you can tell this was shot with an iPhone. The problem with the iPhone camera is, and I get this a lot, if you move a tiny 
tiny bit, all of a sudden it looks like you're yeah, on the train. Yeah, that's why you had that problem, yeah. That's why the problem. Um, Hannah Smurphy said, when you said the photo of Pixie Lot was bad, Mike, I didn't think you meant it was going to be this bad. Yeah. Uh, and Steve Durden says, oh, build me up. I thought you were really leaving. Now my day's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love the insults. I welcome oh. them. I welcome them with open Embrace arms. Embrace it. Embrace the, yeah, the anger the that hatred. Manchester has. <laughs> Embrace the hatred <laughs> that Manchester has for us. Uh, it's quarter past eight on Q103, Thursday morning. It's the 14th of July. Uh, Lauren has texted us, who works at uh, Manchester Airport, Terminal 1, and she apparently checked Chelsea in. You know, Chelsea's going abroad for a, for a wedding. Mm. She actually checked Chelsea in, and she said she was one stressed lady. Oh, um, I can understand that. Chelsea, has, it has been building to a crescendo of stressness. Yeah, this is the moment, isn't it? Yeah, but I know for a fact that Chelsea actually, and apparently she insisted that this was quite common, but Chelsea had a separate aeroplane seat for her wedding dress and it had its own boarding card <sighs> and it said something God. like she showed me the boarding card it said something like uh wedding dress norris <laughs> really so it was like her brother <laughs> <laughs> i hope she gets to sit next to the dress i hope they don't put the dress at the other end of the plane and it gets all lonely oh, or wouldn't it be yeah, weird for the person who gets to, the person who gets to sit next to it and say god this girl's a bit skinny <laughs> um we've got no we've got maggie on the phone morning maggie morning guys M morning have you ever planked maggie uh, no, I haven't. Not yet. I only heard about it yesterday, and I was absolutely in hysterics. I cannot believe that people are doing this. But what I'm thinking now, with Chelsea's wedding, you know she's been arranging this since, like, the day after she was born. <laughs> it's all going to be like you a military operation so style. Well. She actually had a first plan in the womb. <laughs> yeah, she did, yeah. She was doing the table plan whilst she was having an umbilical cut. Uh, exactly, yeah. You're all going to be told where to sit, and you're all going to be told what to do. That, that's the normal day with Chelsea, but yes, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Chelsea, but she is that oh, little bit highly strung in. Yes, isn't she? High maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm thinking is we need a bit of a, you know, a bit of spontaneity, a bit of uh, excitement adding to the wedding. So you need to all go and you're going to have to plank. She is going to go insane. Oh, yes. <laughs> we all plank. So maybe at the, like, the crucial moment in the ceremony where the yes. vicar says, can anyone think of any reason why these two shouldn't be? And, it, it, and it's deadly silent. It turns out the entire congregation are planking. Oh, yeah. On the pews. Pew planking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, what yeah. I'm thinking is, just as she's about to come down the aisle, open the doors, you run and get in position and you all Plank. We all plank well, going down the aisle. She has to walk aisle. over us. She has to step over all the planks. Brilliant. Or if you get, like, one of those quirky vicars who likes to, like... Oh, yeah. Jackson, get into plank get the... as she's walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> as she's but going the down the aisle. Yeah. the the guy she's marrying, obviously, I don't know him, but being a bloke, he's definitely going to see the comedy value in it. Yes, Can I... you imagine the look that she's going to give him? Yes, I think he'd really laugh. He's going to sleep in the lobby, isn't he, no, on the honeymoon? Oh, Maggie, you have just ruined her wedding. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. See this you later. Bye, Maggie. I love the idea of this. This is going to be great. It's Mike and it's Jenny. Sorry. Just, Morning. She wasn't ready then. She was sipping a brew. I'm, I'm fine. I'm ready. You're ready? I'm always ready. You're always ready. You're ever ready. Um, the Euro Millions lottery um, was last night and it's finally gone. £162 million to one British person. Um, I went into the cooperative yesterday and um, and I said, uh, oh, by the way, do you sell here? And before I could even finish the sentence, she said, Euro Millions <laughs> tickets, yes. So clearly it was just everywhere. Um, you haven't bought a ticket for this. Have you ever bought a Euro Millions ticket? I have before? bought one. I was quite 
unimpressed that it was two quid. Oh, I was a bit more. <laughs> yeah, but Jen, you've got to make an investment, yeah? Speculate yeah, to accumulate. But... If you're going to get back 162 million, you know, yes, fork out the two pound. So it is a lot of money, isn't it? I only got one line. Did you? Yeah. I've, I bought two yesterday, and I've got them now in my hand. I'm very nervous. Are you a regular kind of lottery person? No, and I've, I've, I think I've said this to you before. I've bought a few tickets over the years and not checked them. I'm sure I have, and lost them. Oh, yes, I've done that too, which, which is really annoying. It is. But I'm, no, I'm not regular at all. Um, I was going to give um, Jenny one of my Euro Millions tickets this morning, but then, like I said just before the news at seven, I thought, if I give it to her and you win, mm. it's going to be awful, isn't it? We'd mm. seriously fall out. Because your, your, your boyfriend, he actually sometimes gives scratch cards as presents and birthday cards. And it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I say it's a bad... All that stuff. And people... I mean, if you're in a syndicate, good luck to you, but... How it's a bad idea because if you give someone a scratch card as a present in a birthday card, then they win. It means essentially you think they're worth one quid, that's it. You've just given them a one quid present. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Unless they win, in which case, if they win like you know, 80,000 pounds yeah. on the scratch they card, they won't think you they won't tell you. No, they won't. Oh, tell, they won't, they won't go back and say you've given me an 80 grand present, you still only gave them the pound. And yeah. then, what if it's a winning one? Then you're going to fall out, aren't yeah. you? Um. I personally can't understand any of these people who, when they win the lottery, tell everyone about it. Do you know these people are pictured there with a big magnum of champagne? And they're like, look at me, everyone! Because that's just going to open the doors to the begging letters and to burglars. Of course it is. If, if I won... In fact, we're going to find out in 30 seconds if I won or not. Watch this, and then, we'll, then we've got to ring the, um, the uh, Manchester Evening News mic yeah, no, straight I wouldn't, away. No, Get I wouldn't, the champagne. I wouldn't say a word. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anybody. I would keep it so stum, except for the big Ferrari I'd buy. Yeah, The Testarossa and the new massive house in Auburn Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, listen, if you have your uh, Euro Millions ticket, get it handy now. Uh, because uh, Jenny McAlpine is about to read out the winning numbers uh, from last night. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> We're going in. I've got my two tickets handy. <sighs> OK. You're not going to see me for dust if I win, you know. I'm so scared. Are you checking them simultaneously? I'm checking both at the right, same I'm time. I'm going to keep my eye on his eyes and see if I can read it. Yeah, I've, I've, actually, got, can I just, I've actually got music ready for, for the end of the, uh, the lottery draw. Hallelujah. It's all ready to go. One by one, or are you going to just tell us at the end after I read the numbers out? Are you going to? Say no, I'm going to tell you as we go. Right. Okay. Right. These are these are the balls in numerical order. Here we go. First. Oh my God! This I'm going to win 162 I million. I I got a feeling this is my go. This is when the good I Lord is going to shine on the righteous. There were six magpies outside of here yesterday. That's that sorrow. Six. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. <laughs> 17. I've got 17! Whoa! I've got 17. Oh! I'm not joking, I've got 17. Oh, no. oh my God. Right, hang on. I've got 17. <laughs> this is it. I'm going to be a multi-gazillionaire. Oh, no. Uh, 19. Uh, no. Oh. No, not 19. All right, I can get one of the lower prizes. 38. 28. I've 38! Got... Oh, no. No, not 38. <sighs> it's numerical, so it's going to be higher than 38. Oh, no. I haven't 42. Got... No, I've got 37. Uh, well, we'll ask him if you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> 40. Get them on the phone. Oh, it's near this enough. This is rubbish. <laughs> 45. No, I haven't got 45. They are doing the nearest two, actually. I've heard this. I, I hope so. I'm only about four out on each one. 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close. I always say this. I, I say, I was going to say that one. I was going to say that one. I was, one. I was that That's close. That's birthday. I was that close to being a millionaire. Like in the morning. 
second. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a genuine OM to the G, pop starlet in town. Pixie, 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 how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Listen, let me introduce you to a friend of mine. This is Jenny from mm -hmm. Coronation Street. Oh, Hello, morning, Jenny. Morning, Pixie, all right? Yeah, I'm all good. A little bit tired, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. it's early. <laughs> it is always early. I go around my entire life saying that to people. I'm sorry, it's early. I, I'm usually much more funny. Um, are you are you more of an EastEnders chick, or do you watch a bit of Corey actually, Pix? Um, to be you honest, can say, I... You can, yeah, I'm probably yeah, more of an EastEnders chick, just because that's kind of what my family watch. But my sister, she watches all the soaps, so she, she's Listen, a Listen, everyone's of moving away from, from EastEnders, even Michelle Collins. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we've got her now. Yeah, she, We're not letting her go. Yeah. Really? And I read something about you the other day. Uh, is it true, and, and I can't believe this is true, this is the most amazing story ever. Have you done some sort of collaboration with John Legend and Stevie Wonder? Well, um... Yeah, I was for my for the second album that comes out in November. I um, was lucky enough when I was in LA. It kind of it happened really like naturally and kind of organically because we met through like mutual friends. And so I I wrote a song with John Legend. I'm a massive fan of his. So I what's I your favourite John Legend track? Um, oh, there's so many. Do you um, like Good Morning? You don't, don't know, know that, that one. one. <laughs> 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 what was that one? Do you like? Do you like? Um, if like you're out people. there, I'm ready to believe. Do you know that one? Okay. Yeah, that's what the way you sing it is the tune, mate. They all sound the same. <laughs> the way you do them. John Legend is is properly a legend. I absolutely love John Legend. Yeah, I'm a big fan. But um, yeah, I'm a massive fan of Stevie Wonder as well. He's who I grew up listening to. Yeah. For as long as I can remember, so I was like quite overwhelmed. But he's there's one track that I that I did that's kind of a soulful throwback number, and he features on it because he plays the harmonica. You've got him to play the harmonica. Yeah. Wow. He sounds great. <laughs> he is one of the best harmonica players in the world. He was on that he song uh, by the Eurythmics, wasn't he, in the 80s? There Must Be an Angel Playing With My Heart. Yeah. And he was, ah. yeah. he was on Elton John as well. Uh, I guess that's why they call it the blues. And he's even had some solo stuff which has done well. <laughs> <laughs> did, you get, did you get to meet Stevie Wonder? Yeah, um, we did. We went out to dinner with his family and his wife. And my mama was there. Cause we, with our friends that we both know, like our mutual friends. Yeah. And... They're all so nice and lovely, and he's so friendly and gentle. He's a very funny I've man as well, isn't he? I, I saw him yeah. at Glastonbury uh, last year. He was closing on the on the main stage, and he's hilarious in between the songs. He makes jokes about the blindness, and he makes jokes about uh, women and about you know him being a sex symbol. He's a really funny guy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is exactly. So it was quite it was quite an experience. I couldn't actually quite believe it when he first walked in the room. I was like, I tried to. I was like welling up, kind of. I told myself back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you of course now have been a guest judge on the X Factor in the last series uh, when Danny was ill, and you got a bit bullied by by Louis uh, to put <laughs> various people through. And then um, obviously this season, which I think the, the actually the X Factor auditions are in Liverpool uh, today as we speak. Ah. Um, what do you think? Of course, Cher Lloyd was on the series last year. What, do you, what did you make to her? Um, yeah, she's a, a, a character, isn't she? Oh, I'm, excited, yeah. I'm excited to hear um, the new stuff, because she's been working on her album, hasn't she? Yes. And whilst and I was in LA, we were working with some of the same people, and they all said that it sounded really good, so exciting time. We've all heard Swagger Jagger, though, haven't we? Yes. You've heard Swag that? Swagger Jagger, that's her new song, Pixie. Oh, yeah, I've only heard it once or twice, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it sounds cool. And she's also had a head cool shaved on one side. Has she really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's sort of... She's still got it long. Yeah. She was, um, but shaved on one side, but yeah. long on the other, like Philoki from Human League. <laughs> a bit, yeah. <laughs> Go have a look. That sounds like one hell of a look. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. 
Um, the news of the world obviously folded on Sunday. Did you buy the last it ever did. copy? Did you buy? The, did you buy a souvenir copy? I did. I've got my collector's item. I haven't undone the little magazine bit, so that it's apparently it's worth a lot of money. And yeah, it's about thirty quid already. <laughs> You've on sold eBay. millions of records, and you're holding on to the news <laughs> of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, did you know um, about any of this sort of phone hacking uh, scenario before it came out in the in the, in the public arena? Have you, you, in, in sort of celebrity circles and stuff, are there rumours of, of people mm. hacking phones and bugging restaurant tables and stuff? Um, what do you mean by the bugged restaurant table? Well, you know, like there was. I, I know there's a story with um, Cheryl Cole that she was once having a conversation with some of the other uh, Girls Aloud girls, uh, yeah. and, and they became aware that there was a bug underneath the table recording their conversation. Oh, no way. Yeah, no, seriously, this kind of stuff goes on. That so, is crazy. I don't know. So you've never um, had anyone, any, any journalist sort of ever really annoy you with... No, I've never had any, um, like, bugs under the table ever, but um, I've kind of have had it with, like, Facebook and whatever, and... My account's been hacked loads of times, so I've had to shut it down. But yeah. they've they've tried to like add all my friends and say, "Oh, look, we'll give you money if you tell us some dirt on Pixie," or will and they like take all the the pictures off my um, like personal private albums and stuff like that, and just try and get in that way. Which uh, is right, yeah. A little bit annoying, but it's not nothing too bad. But um, it's crazy. I can't believe how. How they have the like technology to hack phones, and it's crazy to think like what's going to happen. How easy! I think it's quite yeah. easy. Have you, has anyone ever hacked your phone, Jen? No. No, I've got someone's pretending to be me on Facebook, aren't they? But oh right, all, yeah. All the saying is, "Hi, I'm Jenny. I play this." So yeah, <laughs> not even it. making up any scandals. I've got no scandal <laughs> no. in my real life, and the person who's pretending to be me is not even. Is not even creating any scandals. Either. It's rubbish. I mean, Pixie, you've not had many. Um, there's not really been any sort of scandals around you. You've you've, you've sort of had a pretty. Uh, Sort of an easy time in the press. It's all just sort of fairly positive stuff, isn't it? Um, yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, I think so. I don't well, listen, know. I'd like to try and change all that if I can. <laughs> um, What's your plan? Well, my plan is to get you to plank. Now, there's the, you know this planking thing. We were talking about this on the show yesterday. Planking's everywhere. You know what planking is, don't you? Yeah, I've heard about this planking. You've heard days. about planking. Yeah. Now, you see, yeah. everyone's planking. We're getting all the celebs that Jen's planked, I've haven't you, Jen? It. Manchester City players have been doing it Yeah, we've got the week. City players <laughs> have been doing it. Uh, Matt, our sports dude's planked, haven't you? you had a good I did plank. it over a cow. Not an actual <laughs> cow, but a... a, a prosthetic cow you can imagine we got <laughs> lots of, of jokes word. out of that yeah, pixie, that, yeah. yeah. so pixie <laughs> uh, listen i don't want to put you on the spot here but will you would you plank for us would i plank for you of course yeah! I'll plank for you guys. Gonna plank. <laughs> Planking pixie. well you want me to see this right here yeah right, right here second. right now sister there ain't no time to plank like it's the present. It's small. The table's a little bit small. No, you can let your, your feet can dangle over the edge. You can dangle. And there's yeah. all like drinks on it and stuff. What if they spill? It doesn't matter. We'll everything. foot the bill. Yeah, move we'll the, the drinks. <laughs> move everything. I just moved everything off. I just, in one swoop, I just yes, knocked yeah, it off with my like hand. A proper in a rage. actress diva. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. It's quite, you have to be, I must say, it's quite. Um, Matt, Matt thinks he might have given himself a hernia. Yeah, yeah it's quite firming on the <laughs> old buttocks. It's, it's, yeah. it's very no good way. exercise. It's very good exercise. Well, That's a good morning workout. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I'm doing it right now. Okay, <laughs> bingo. Okay, we've got that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, she has joined the planking ranks. Hey! Oh, I think she's beat me. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll, we'll have a vote. Um, Pixie, of course, you've had enormous success so far. Um, all about uh, tonight. When is that out? Because you know the, the, the album's out in November, isn't it? When's the, when's yes. the single out? Single's out I now, think, is it? Uh, single's out, I think it's like August. 
September time. August September time. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's no need for specifics on this show. We'll just uh, no. we'll keep, keep it broad. Uh, <laughs> and then you are doing uh, the Key 103 live show with us uh, at the MEN Arena. So it's you and JLS uh, oh, and yeah. the Wanted, an example, and Scat for Girls, and Jay Sean and Tinchy and Dion Bromfield. Yeah, we've got yeah. some good ones for this one. Uh, if you want to go, by the way, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener because obviously you are going already and you get free <laughs> tickets. Oh eight double four eight four seven eight thousand if you want to see pixie and the rest of the lot live Ooh. at the uh men arena uh eight double four eight four seven eight thousand ladies and gentlemen this has been the planking pixie <laughs> lot it's mike and jenny mcalpine morning and david bolton good morning david good morning everybody good morning everybody you sound like a relief teacher a supply teacher. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. Dave. Oh, you know. I've um, just finished my work. Oh, have you? What have you been doing? Uh, a 12-hour shift on security. Oh, oh man. Oh, Dave. So what's what's the script now, Dave? Are you going home to bed? Are you watching a bit of telly or what? Uh, I'm just going to wait for my sister. Uh, jump a taxi with her, then I'm going home to bed. Right, mm. OK. Good for you. And then do you manage to get the full eight hours kip? Well, I'll try. Yeah. Have you, you haven't got kids or anything running around the house? Oh, no, no, no. Right, OK. No kids. Uh, and Dave, what have you learnt then this week? I've learnt not to use themselves checkout machines at supermarkets. Yeah, I've I've learnt this too, painfully. Why in particular? Well, I went and got my uh, my shopping, and uh, decided to pay my card and get ten pound cash back. And with me having my earphones in, listening to my music, I. Uh, Forgot about the cash back. Oh, oh no. no! So you actually got a tenner out and you left it in the in the in the cash out tray. <laughs> I did, yeah. <sighs> oh no! But they are annoying, even without the ten quid. Did you get Did you get through without having to get the woman to come and help you? I've Dave? never done oh, that yet. Never. The, the first time yesterday, I did. Wow! Did but you know? Then you, like, you thought, yes, I've got it. I've got all oh, the way through without embarrassing. But it's cost fashion. me an extra tenner. Oh. Do you know? Actually, it's funny you say that, Jen. I have never in my life. There's one at the Tesco's in Alty, uh, and there's one at the cooperative that I go to, and I've never once managed to do a successful shop without pressing for the call for uh, assistance button. It's so embarrassing as well. In Sainsbury's, it is so embarrassing. It like flashes. There's like this this orange light. Check out this! Check out this! The idiot on yeah. row four. Of She's trying to steal out. stuff. <laughs> oh, it's so it keeps coming up with these messages like, "Please place bag in the weighing oh, area." I say, I've got my bag in the area. I've put the in. bag in the area. I've put I've put the item in the bag in the area, but still somehow they don't. It doesn't. I don't understand what the area does. The area weighs. It's like, say if you're buying a melon, the area knows exactly how much that melon should weigh. And if you put two melons, my God, do they taste? Don't try any of them. Bother with fruit. Don't bother with it. Oh, don't bother with fruit. Everything's got to be packaged. Don't bother with anything you've got to weigh. Yeah. Because that is just a minefield. And then if you try and do that thing where you call for assistance, the assistant is busy helping the 30 other people. Yeah. Sure, this this system is not working. No, and you know what he's taught me as well, actually? What? Check out girls and boys are actually much more qualified than I thought. Than you'd ever give them credit for. Brilliant. Yeah. It you need a degree. It must take years to learn how to do that, because I sure as hell can't do it. If anyone else... Are you using your own bags? Are you using your own bags? <sighs> Have you put your nectar card in? Yes! <laughs> okay! I can... I can th th this is all venting out now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to give yourself a hernia. <laughs>
Um, actually, if anyone else has had any interesting experience with those self-checkout machines, uh, send us over a text to 63103 or start the text with uh, start the text with key or get us at facebook.com forward slash key103. I think we banned them. I think I, I, I've, I've never successfully no. navigated my way it's around not, one. It's not made it any quieter in the supermarket. It has busier and then all the uh, checkout people are out of work and have to stand up instead of sit down, stand up to help. Do you know, I even tried at the, the Tesco one. It said, uh, you know, member of staff... Uh, log on here. I even tried to guess what their code would be, <laughs> so I could do it myself. Maybe nine 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 nine. No, one one one. No, no, no. I can't. Honestly, I thought maybe I'll be able to beat the system. I'll be able to help myself. No, but you can't. No, you can't beat the system. It's Don't try and beat the self check. Pauline in Staley Bridge says. Uh, in fact, we've got Pauline on the phone. Pauline, good morning. Good morning, all. Good, good morning, all. Good morning, Pauline. Good morning, Matt. Good, good morning, morning Pauline. Good morning, Pauline. Morning. Morning. Has everyone had a hello? Has everyone had a good morning? Is yeah, everyone who's been... Morning, Trevor, the producer. Uh, Pauline... You haven't missed anybody, anybody there, have you? I wouldn't want to leave anybody out. No, I think you've pretty much covered it off. Oh, great. Uh, Pauline in Staley Bridge, have you ever used the self-checkout? I hate them. Yeah, do you know what I do? There's nothing... There's no redeeming qualities about the self-checkout. Well, one... One thing is, they never work... No. I've never been to one yet. It's, I thought, you know, I've got two things I'll nip through. No. And you get there and you just know what's going to happen. Call for assistance. Yeah. And the other thing is, what are they expecting to find in the bagging area? Well, this is what I was saying. Unexpected item Unexpe in bagging area. Yeah. What Warning. are they expecting <gasps> to find there? <gasps> Unexpected item found in bagging yeah. area. You're big to fright the living bejesus out of you. <laughs> so, I'm glad that you are another person who doesn't like them. So how come when I'm having a nightmare, there's a queue of people behind going... Oh. Yeah, totting. And how do you know how to do it? Because everyone I meet doesn't know how to I, do I've it. I've never but met anyone... The queue behind me yeah. is, is surely looks like they know exactly how to do I, it. I, it makes me feel like I've missed a meeting. And that at some point in life, everyone went to a meeting and was taught how to use the yeah. self-checkout. And I it missed that meeting. There must be instructions somewhere. There must I, be. I bet, I bet there's something on YouTube that actually tells you how to use. But you know something, and I shouldn't really tell you this. Go on. Oh, go on. Right, I'll just give you a bit of a... My eldest lad, I kept finding receipts for bananas in his pockets. <laughs> go on. <laughs> That's the weirdest there's sentence a, anyone's said way, all day. There's a way of scamming these machines, and I, I can't really say anymore. No, not No, there. you really can't. No. I can't. There's a way around these machines, and let's just say, I thought my eldest lad had a real thing about bananas, and it turned out not. He oh. was uh, just a thief. And, and that's, all I, that's all I can say. There's a way round you can get your own back on these machines. Right. Yeah. It's it's the revenge of the humans. So you were more worried that he liked a lot of potassium <laughs> in his diet <laughs> than it was a shop. <laughs> 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 oh, thank God for that. He's a thief. For a minute, I thought he had a banana fetish. And I thought, no, this is, this can't be right. This is, you know, an obsession, this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, this isn't five a day. This. <laughs> Well, good for you, encouraging that. Uh, no, no, that's sarcasm. Pauline, have a good day today. You too, thank you. Bye. Thanks, See you in court. Uh, it's 7.29. What a weird phone call that was. Lovely lady, but she surprised me with her whole banana receipt and thief scam. She knew she was going to go down that No, way. I don't she think she did. She wasn't going to tell us that when she came no. out. Q103, Toolandcast. And that was this week's Toolandcast. We hope you enjoyed it. There'll be another one to download at the same time next week.